You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome back to another episode of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Uh, we've got Lindsay Parry with us once again. Lindsay, nice to see you. How's it going, Brad? Very, very good. And a question from Marilyn today about VO2 max. Marilyn's extremely, extremely frustrated. Uh, she said, according to my Garmin, my VO2 max is declining because I have a lack of anaerobic training. Uh, I went for a score of, uh, I went from a score of 43 two weeks ago down to 41 today. Uh, it's hard to not get discouraged when Garmin calls my runs unproductive and then penalizes me by re- reducing my VO2 max score. I'm sticking to my plan and having faith in it, but I should could use some words of encouragement uh, that I'm not getting less fit as my Garmin seems to indicate. My heart rate was a little higher today than it has been due to a super crummy night of sleep uh, and maybe because of a glass of red wine last night too, but I don't feel like uh, it was terrible uh, as to warrant my or a reduction in the VO2 max score. How much credence should I give to Garmin's assessment of my fitness? I do wear a chest strap when I run so my heart rate is accurate. Uh, Marilyn says, just frustrating. I don't know if it's, that's how you say error, but she's frustrated. So, Marilyn, I don't put a single iota of stock into what my wearable tells me in terms of whether I am being productive, if I need 72 hours of recovery, or where my fitness is going. Obviously, all these things are nice when they feed into each other and show us that everything's trending in the right direction. But the reality is that all the algorithms that these things are built on are not necessarily a built or best scientific training practice for example almost all almost all um sort of medical aid uh wearable devices are built off this premise of doing a given amount of exercise at a certain percentage of maximum over a certain period of time but from a performance point of view we don't want to exercise at those high intensities. We want the majority of our work to be at lower intensities. And that means that the algorithm is literally at loggerheads with what is best practice in terms of, of training. So, yeah, the good news for you is that I wouldn't put any stock in that. Um, having said that, as the plan progresses, I do expect some uptick in that prediction of uh, VO2 max. But but even if it doesn't, the proof is always in the results. You are going to have some little 5K time trial testers along the way. And those are going to give you a much better indication of whether we need an intervention into your plan. Or if you are ticking along exactly as you or tracking as long as you should be to achieve your goal. Awesome stuff. Marilyn? Keep on tracking on. You're doing the right thing. Don't get frustrated by the algorithms. We all know algorithms don't know us. We humans, they're not. Anyway, Lindsay, thank you so much for your time today. <laughs> Cheers, Brad. <laughs> 
Brad here again. Before I go, if you're peri or postmenopausal, then join sports scientist and head of the female athlete program here at coachparry.com, Shona Hendricks, in our upcoming Running Through Menopause Masterclass. If you'd like to recover from sessions quicker, not feel fatigued or tired all the time, run pain and injury free, improve your endurance, and of course, run faster to and through menopause, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash menopause or simply click on the link in your podcast player now.